The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. Ferguson, square to Danny Williams, 35 yards out. The crowd shouts shoot. He finds Clallan in the hole. Clallan runs into trouble, rather. And he loses it. Close, plays it back to the keeper. Clallan's chasing after this. He slides in. And the referee blows for full time. And Stockdale hurdles over Clallan. It wasn't pretty, but it was very, very effective. The final score, Wrexham won. Darlington nil. They won through an own goal, and there were spells of scrappy play throughout a typical League 2 match. But I'll tell you what, Wrexham will take that very, very happily, just to sort of win, quite frankly, they need it. First 10 minutes or so, it looked a bit hairy. Darlington got at Wrexham. It looked decent in midfield. It lost the last four games. It looked like a side that had been really worked hard in the training ground over the last week to try and get themselves sorted. And Wrexham had their edgy moments. Not least, a free kick by Michael Cummins from the edge of the area, which went right across the face of the goal and went just wide to the far post. But after that spell, Wrexham got a grip on midfield. Danny Minham was energetic again. The two strikers again combined well. Llewellyn and Mark Williams with terrific effort. And Mark Williams again gave a, another fine performance up front. And things started to click. Down the flanks as well, Johnson had something of a acute of a match, but had moments of inspiration. And Matty Dolan on the other side, constantly taking the game to Darlington. And for most of the rest of the first half, it was something of a procession. The two Williams brothers very nearly conjured up a goal between them from a corner. First Mark Williams got up on the penalty spot and headed it towards goal. And Mike Williams arrived six yards out and forced the ball towards goal. It was cleared off the line. 19th minute came the breakthrough another good combination between Mark Williams and Chris Llewellyn Llewellyn picking up a death flick from Williams burst clear down the left channel drew the keeper and then squared it hoping to set up Mark Williams for the tap in and Darren Holloway the Darlington centre back had no option but to try and intervene and could only tap it into his own net within 10 minutes Holloway's miserable debut over as well as he went off what looked like a facial injury Wrexham continued to press on. Another Ferguson corner was met by Mark Williams. Six yards out. He headed it downward like the textbook tally or two. And it bounced up off the turf. And David Stockdale did ever so well to scramble across the goal. Jump and tip it over his bar. And then Josh Johnson nearly got in the axe. Cutting it from the right hand side. And there's a shot from the edge of the area. Which the keeper unsighted saw late. It was destined for the bottom left corner. Stockdale lunged and just managed to push around the post. But at the end of the first half, there's just a sign of the threat which might come from dancing in the second half. When Simon Johnson, an awkward striker who'd missed two early, decent-headed chances, got into the box, backing into Roach. Roach may well have been tugging at his shirt. As Johnson hit it on the turn, Ingham came out and spread himself. And it hit his foot and went just wide at the right post. Not sure Ingham knew a great deal about that in all honesty, but he did spread himself well. I think of Johnson's penalties appeal had held some water. But having said that, Johnson had been constantly griping to the referee, Ray Olivier, who had a very good game all through the match. And maybe he was sick of the complaints and decided to ignore that one as he had ignored the others. The second half, again, not a great deal happening in either box, not a great deal of quality, in all honesty. What chances happened, really, was only two, which both came in, in the space of about a minute to Darlington, and both are desperately close to being a goal. Firstly, Smith on the left-hand side, cutting inside, and from close range, driving in a shot. Again, Ingham did well to spread himself. It more hit him than anything else. Dribbled off his body. Drops on the goal after. It was a scramble, and it fell back to Kelty on the penalty spot. He should have done so much better. He scooped a weak shot well over. And then within a minute, Darton's best chance of the match. Lovely ball down a right channel by Johnson. And Jochen was clear on goal. Gareth Evans in for the injured Sean Pendrick. Did well to hassle him. 
And Ingham did very well to get off his line quickly. And the combination obviously put Jochum off. And he poked the ball just gnarly wide at the left post. McKevley came on and the ball started to stick up front. And Wrexham starts to get a bit close to that comfort zone. They had to scrap and battle. But it was a very satisfactory three points in the end. But Rich, firstly, look at that, that makeshift back four. When we saw Mike Williams and uh, Gareth Evans were playing centre-back, we thought that they might be tested by the likes of Julian Jochum. They did well and earned their clean sheet, didn't they? Certainly did, to be fair to them. I mean... Gaz Evans was winning, winning a hell of a lot in the air today. Mark, to be fair to him, he, he was everywhere. He was at the back and front of the, on, on, on the on the set of pieces. He's winning everything. You're thinking, you know, this young lad, he's not much experience at all. He's and he's looking like a seasoned pro. And Mike Williams has got a few more games under his belt, and he did all right today. And he, of course, he had that that run towards the end, where Dan just backed off and backed off him. And fair, fair play to that, he carried it forward well. You know, and Ryan Valentine and and uh, Lee Roche on the left and right, respectively. Again, both games for both of, for both of them again today. Ryan Valentine got sponsors man of the match. Roach had a very very solid game again, and you got to say that's it's, it's looking like a good defensive, and that's to be fair to him. And of course, Mark Williams up front continues to go in, in in leaps and bounds. I mean, Dennis Smith's been talking about injured strikers coming back, but it's going to be hard to leave Mark Williams out in this form, isn't it? Absolutely. I, mean, I think you said in commentary about you know you, you didn't know why John Newby was was ever here with with, with Mark Williams. At the club, you got to say, I, I agree with you, Mark. He's, he's a great young talent, and he's, he's going to go far in the game. And he's, he's played very, very well against today. He's been everywhere. His layoffs, his, his, his vision, I think, is is the biggest thing as well. He, he seems to be able to read the game very, very well, and he's, I hope he does do well. And it sets up nicely for Christmas, of course. It was an ugly win, but ugly wins are often quite satisfying, aren't they? Well, I don't want to take anything away from Rexford because I mean, yeah, it was it was an own goal. However, as I said during the commentary, if, if he hadn't put it in the back of his own net, Matt Williams would have got his first career goal for Wrexham. Afterwards, Dennis Smith was understandably pleased at the three points. Dennis, you must be pleased with that. The, the effort, the application, and of course the three points. Three point was vital. Um, when you look at the team that turned out, you know, I think we were pushing a, a luck to get them. But, uh, you know, I thought the lads applied themselves well. Possibly the youngest centre-half pairing that we've had at this club, I would imagine. And I thought they did tremendously well. If you look at, at the side, it, it, it's obviously patched up. And Sean Pedgick failed the fitness test before the game. Fortunately, Chris Clangali comes through, because otherwise it would have been even, uh, even younger. But um, you know, I'm pleased to, to get the three points. And uh, you know, it's a good way to get the, the festive season off. At least I'll have a good Christmas day anyway. Your wife, please. She'll be absolutely delighted. Yeah, I think that uh, you know I knew the situation with the injuries uh, through the week, and it's not been a good week. Uh, and I was you know, I, the funny thing is, I expected Pedgick to pass his fitness test and uh, and Clewellyn to fail, but uh, fortunately, like he came through because I wouldn't have had enough players here because uh, Mackin failed as well. So. I'd only had 18 in the squad with those two. I was left with the 16, which was young Alex Darlington. Um, great sword for him against <laughs> Darlington, and yeah, just to be there. I'm delighted. Yeah, I'm delighted for the youngsters how well they've done. And, and I suppose just the one goal. You'd have loved the second goal, but having having kept having kept the clean sheet, they get more confidence because they've managed to keep them out and win the one nil. Yeah, I mean the clean sheet was was vital. I mean, the keeper's not had a great deal to do. Mike Ingham not had a great save. He's done a lot of work crosses and through balls, but he's not had a great too many shots to save. But what he's done, he's done well. Um, their keeper's been far busier. Um, but we've had to work hard, 
get themselves organised and fair play, they've done that. And as far as Christmas is concerned, the footballers managers in Christmas Day? We, we'll be in tomorrow. Um, we'll have an assessment there. You know, if there's people who need to be in Christmas Day, yes, we'll be in Christmas Day. Um, you know, that's part of it. You, you've been used to it. Uh, we're regular over Christmas and New Year. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult time of, of uh, year as far as family is concerned. But you know, it's, it's an important part of being a football person. And you, you've got to accept it as part of the job. You'll have to be working as well. <laughs> And the best thing, of course, if you can get your away form going, then that, of course, would, would make things even better. Yeah, our home form's good, away form, except in the Cubs. We've been very good in the Cubs, but uh, in the league, it's been poor. It's strange, you know, if you look at the results in the Cup competition, you know, we beat Sheffield Wednesday 4, Scunthorpe 2, drew 1-1 one, one with Birmingham over 90 minutes. We don't seem to be able to achieve that in the league. I know what I would like to do away from home, and that might be a change of system, but at the moment, I haven't got the personnel to do it. Mike Ingham talked through another clean sheet for him with a bit of help in the background from Cliss Llewellyn. A lot of people just tell me that, you know, just keep on their backs and things like that but to be quite honest I didn't have the talent that much to do they played really well together um, I can't manage really well because they played together at youth level so um, yeah crowd to them and, um, I, I said them before the start of the game if we can keep four clean sheets, uh, Stevie won't be playing. So that's what the aim is, is to keep Stevie out. Mm-hmm. You can't do much more than that. I mean, I, we probably would expect to have their bombardment because they're the biggest strikers. They're getting quicker, really. That's what they're looking to do. Yeah, they're a good side. They're very strong. Sorry, very, very strong squad. Uh, they've probably got the strongest squad in the division. It's um, got a huge head, this land. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but... As the game went on, they, they threw more up front, but they seemed to seen the court of it, and uh, it was a good performance. Yeah, it's important, isn't it? We, we have wins important in any time, but the start of these four games now over Christmas, it's, it's an important time for the club. Yeah, definitely. Um, as I said before, we've just been unlucky of injuries, and this week's the same. I've, I've, been, I've had another two, three withdrawals this week, and we just seem to keep on bouncing back with, with performances when people don't expect it. And, Hopefully now we can go on a lot of run together. And get a lot consistency of the key now. Yeah, yeah, probably. And that's what it probably is, is stringing three, four results together and, and picking up our way for them. Uh, if we can do that, then we can make it... There's always one or two teams that make a late surge into playoffs. So, uh, yeah. It's, uh, one or two teams make a surge towards the playoffs and hopefully we can be one of them. It opens up the gap at the bottom, but it also sort of makes it start to get the top, don't we? Yeah, so definitely as well. Not too far. Carrots. Yeah, not too far at all. As I said, you just have to get a string together and win your games in hand. Um, yeah, we've got another game in hand. I think we're Stockport as well, so if we can win them two games in hand. Yeah, we should be there or thereabouts. Hopefully. Still comes very quick on Boxing Day now. Yeah, yeah. It's a busy time for footballers. You just have to keep on looking after yourself and. Um, it's just one of them times where you just grit your teeth and knock it down and, and get through it and then um, you can rest in relaxation after that. Yeah, no Thank problem. you very much. No Young Gaz Evans didn't know till just before the match that he was playing when Sean Pedrick failed a fitness test, but he certainly was pleased with his part in that clean sheet. 
Well, you guys must be delighted with that. That was a good performance, wasn't it? Yeah, fantastic. Good to keep a clean sheet. First game I've played for the first team for a while, so uh, I get to keep a clean sheet. It was a great result, yeah. And it was, you must have got the news late as well when Sean failed his fitness test. Does that help you to prepare? Or? Um, well, yesterday in training, he was kind of struggling anyway and didn't actually train yesterday, so I knew there was a chance that I would have been starting. So I kind of prepared as I would have been starting just in case. So I kind of had half an idea, yeah. So, But yeah, I mean, unfortunately with Pez, he, he failed it. Like, But luckily for me, you know, I had the chance and tried, tried my best to take it. And it's a very young combination at the back, you and Mike, of course, because he's, he's had a run and he's, he was a good player to play alongside, was he? Well, yeah, he's done well. He's, he's had a run of 10, 11 games now, something like that. I mean, I think, what's he, 20? I'm 19, so, so uh, yeah. Good young team, yeah. But yeah, did well, so. And you were getting forward from the corners as well. I thought, because, you know, was Steve Evans missing? We've won an awful lot of set pieces, and you were causing some mayhem in there as well. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I got, got in a couple of them, mate, to be fair. I thought the first one uh, might have had a chance, but I closed my eyes when I did anyway, so I didn't see when I, when I opened it. I think I missed by quite a distance, but yeah, it was good to get there. Like, caused a bit of a problem. So, a very good result for Wrexham. A happy Christmas for all the fans, and that goes from us as well. We've been Mark Rivers and Rich Holmes from the Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. <laughs>